Well, McTavish is at it again. A big performance at the WJC. We'll talk about that on today's Locked on Anaheim Ducks. Let's hit the music. Your Locked on Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Ah, hi, everyone. Welcome to Locked on Anaheim Ducks. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. Having a little bit of fun here. I've been covering hockey for over a decade. Thanking you for making this your first listen of the day. A reminder, this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, etc. All right, enough of the chit-chat. Let's get right to it. So I know what I talked about yesterday, and of course I would be gone and McTavish would just go completely bonkers against Slovakia. I mean, that wasn't fair. Mason McTavish is like a 29-year-old player in his prime compared to the rest of the kids at this WJC. It's ridiculous. Mason McTavish, as expected, has been dominant. Six points against Slovakia. A big win for Canada. But we're not going to talk about Canada. We're just going to talk about Mason McTavish. And that's it. That is all we're going to talk about. The third overall pick in a previous draft went off four, count them, four goals against Slovakia. Two apples for six points. One of the best performances we've ever seen at World Juniors. So just to talk about some of the records, he tied the record for most goals by a Canadian player at World Juniors. Joining this list of other four goal games. Mario Lemieux in 84, Simone Gagne in 99, Braden Shen in 2011, Taylor Radish 2017. How about Max Comtois in 2019, Connor Bedard unofficially, and Mason McTavish. Gosh, unbelievable. Right now, he leads the tournament in eight points, four goals, four assists. Unbelievable. And of course, plus minus, but that doesn't really count. We're here to talk about goals and a lot of them. First couple of goals were of the spectacular variety. Oh, by the way, Olin Zellweger also looks good. Also got a goal, but we're not talking about Olin today. We're talking about Mason McTavish, one of the best players in that draft and probably the best prospect, not only for the Ducks, but dare, dare I say this? Probably the best prospect in all of hockey right now. Yeah, I said it. The best prospect in all of hockey right now. Considering that Zegris is no longer considered a prospect. Drysdale is no longer considered a prospect. A lot of guys are no longer considered prospects. And when you look at the type of game that Mason McTavish has... He's out there on the penalty kill. He's out on the power play. He's taking good face-offs, winning face-offs. If you were to have the definition, if there was a comparison of a five-tool player in baseball and you had someone that had all the tools in hockey, then I would say McTavish is right up there amongst those players that have all the tools. As I mentioned, good defense, good on the PK. In fact, Going back to even his OHL season with Peterborough, and especially with Hamilton, we saw him a lot on the PK, particularly towards the end of the season with the Hamilton Bulldogs. He was seeing a lot more PK time. Faceoffs, he was getting about 57, 58% faceoffs. 
in the OHL playoffs. Even right now, still doing well on faceoffs. Power play, forget about that. Power play is amazing. The breakaway speed that McTavish has. To get his hat trick, and I love this play so much. The hat trick goal. Probably one of my favorite goals of of the WJCs the past couple seasons. Joshua Roy, or Wah, he had a breakaway. It was a two-on-none. And he passed it off to Mason McTavish to his left. And McTavish went pretty much five-hole, sort of five-hole, and just netted it for the hat-trick. The fourth goal, yeah. This one I would consider kind of unfair against Slovakia because the goalie did not do his job and McTavish was left all alone in the low slot area and he just kind of looked like, hmm, all right, yeah. He literally made that look. I'll recreate it again. So McTavish, right in front of the net, gets a pass and he, for maybe a tenth of a second, realizes, oh crap, I'm open and he just pots it. He looks and he goes, yeah, all right, I did that. I scored a fourth goal. It's almost as if he looks befuddled. That's what to say, you're really, you're going to leave me that wide open? Are you kidding me? Well, <laughs> that's exactly what, <laughs> it's so stupid. It, it, it was so stupid in a good way. Stupid as to how open he was during that play. Oh, Slovakia. How the mighty have fallen. Oh, man. I, I still can't believe he got six points. I mean, I could believe it, but I can't believe it. So you know what? I'm going to go back to pumping his tires. I'm going to go back on the McTavish train and say, you know what? He's the best prospect in all of hockey. I'm going to pump his tires some more. Great penalty kill. I'm going to pump his tires some more. He's going to be good in the NHL. He is NHL ready right now. Well, actually, he was NHL ready last season. He made the team on opening night. He scored a goal in his first NHL game. Can I pump his tires some more? He was great with the goals. He was dominant in the OHL. He led the Bulldogs to the OHL championship. He lifted that trophy. I I know I made that tweet where he had the trophy and I said, now imagine this in a few years. Mason McTavish hoisting the Stanley Cup. Just just imagine that. Can you? Can we just take a, a, a couple seconds and just imagine Mason McTavish hoisting the Stanley Cup? Can you imagine this? Just for like two, three seconds. Can you see it? I can. I I could see McTavish lead. I don't want to say leading a team, but he could be among those guys that could lead a team to the promised land for the Ducks. He could be. And it's not just as a role player, but I could see him as an exemplary future to see. Yes, Trevor Zegras will be your first line center. That should be obvious. McTavish, within two, three seasons, he should, should be your second line center. He's got the skills. He's got the speed. He's got the body up front. He's got the physicality to not manhandle, but he has the physicality to be a force down in that slot area. He can bang elbows. He can bang bodies. He can get down there in the slot and say, you know what? If I'm going to be a screen on the power play, I can do that. 
If you need me to tip in a goal, I can do that too. If you need me to get on the right or left side and find myself open, he can do that too. He can score in pretty much any manner. And he's proven that time and time and time again in pretty much every level he's played. He showed the capability in the National Hockey League. He showed he could do that in the AHL. He showed he could do that in the Olympics. He showed he could do that in the OHL. And he's showing that he can do that at World Juniors yet again. So you're telling me that I shouldn't be pumping Mason McTavish's tires? Oh, you bet. Yeah, you bet I am. And I'm going to keep doing it. Because I believe that much. Like, I actually believe it. That Mason McTavish could be one of the best players in Anaheim Ducks history. He's on that trajectory right now. He is NHL ready right now. And he would be eligible for a Calder Trophy next season. So, yeah, I'm going to keep pumping his tires for days. In fact, you might even hear me say this during the season. I know I, I use the phrase that Trevor Zegris is worth the price of admission. And he is. Zegris is absolutely worth the price of admission. But you know what? Would it be too out of bounds for me to say that Mason McTavish is also worth the price of admission? I I would say so. I personally would say so. I find his style of play exciting. I find goals exciting. I find winning exciting. He could captain this team to a gold medal. He led the Bulldogs to a championship. So I'm, I'm just saying... If you want a player to believe in, I mean, you can believe in Zegris, but if you really want someone to get behind, get behind McTavish. So to all the Duck fans out there that just want to join the bandwagon, come, come on in. Come on into the Ducks bandwagon. There's plenty of room. You already have fans of Trevor Zegris, a lot of Jamie Drysdale fans. Hello to the JD fans out there. And I bet we're going to see a lot of McTavish fans as well. All right. I'm done pumping his tires for now. We're going to have a little bit of fun for the latter half of this podcast. So we're going to take a brief timeout. But first, let's talk about Bet Online, which is the one place that has you covered and the one place that we trust. Bet Online has you covered with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. And that includes Major League Baseball. That also includes the Stanley Cup. There's, there's already lines for the Stanley Cup. And I bet if there was lines on the World Juniors, Canada would be tops on that. Maybe there's a line for future Calder Trophy. You know, I'm not going to go ahead of myself there. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to do that yet. But if you want to check out all the futures props in the NHL, head over to Bet Online right now using either your mobile device, Com Sa, or your laptop. Once again, Bet Online is the official online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please gamble responsibly. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, or TLOPN. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, and we're going to have a little bit of fun on this last segment, and there's a reason that I saved this for last. So recently, I got a message from one of my longtime devoted listeners, and I'm sure he wouldn't mind if I just say hello. So shout out to Tom Houghton 
who's been listening to this show for a long time and one of the OG fans of the podcast. And, you know, got to hear from Tom again. Good to hear from him. So if you're listening, this is my howdy. And he sent me a message recently that I thought I would help him out with. And I was kind of planning when I was going to talk about this, but stuff happened last month. So I figured, hey, you know what? I all, like part of me forgot, but part of me was like, no, it's in the back of my mind. I will get to it. And I figure I wanted to have fun to finish the week. And Tom actually messaged me this and I'll just like, he asked me a favor. He's been wanting to get a duck's tattoo for a while, for a long, long while. And he has no idea what he, what he wants to get. So he asked me to reach out to you guys, like all the people watching on YouTube, all the people listening on Spotify, such like wherever they are, all the people listening, he's asking me to reach out to you guys for ideas. This would be his first, this would be his first one. So I, I imagine that if this is your first time getting a ducks tattoo, you probably really want to think about it and think, what would you want? So, you know, he asked if you guys can send in some suggestions. So, you know, first off, thanks to Tom for sending me that. This this is a tough one because I have friends that have ducks tattoos. And for a couple of them, it took a long time to decide. And if it was me, if it was me personally, I know what logo, like if I was to do a logo type, I know which logo I would not do. And I know which one I would do. And if you're watching on video, it's pretty obvious which logo I prefer. It, it's obvious what logo that most Ducks fans prefer. We all, we, we prefer this. We prefer the OG Mighty Ducks logo. Quack, quack, everyone. That's the logo that we'll associate with when we think about the Anaheim Ducks or the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. So if you were to go with the logo, that would be a possibility. I've also seen people that have uh, Stanley Cup tattoos. Yep, the Stanley Cup one from 2007. And even better yet, I've I've seen one fan at the pond. And I remember this specifically last season. I forgot who it was. But I did see a fan that had a really cool Paul Korea tattoo. Which I think is awesome because Paul Korea is one of, if not the most important players in franchise history. So... That's one way to go. You could think about, well, do you have a favorite all-time Ducks player? And if you do, which one is it? So that's a possibility. Maybe you really like Paul Correa. That's one to go with. Or even better yet, maybe you could have a tribute to the just-retired Ryan Getzloff. So that's a possibility as well. Or if you're a fan of the movies, you can go with the old-school Ducks hat. Yeah, I mean, that, that one's kind of cool. So like the old school logo, the D5, District 5 logo, that one's really cool. So there's just so many ways you can go about it. Hey, you know what? Maybe, maybe there's an important date you want to put on there. Like the day that the Ducks won. Or maybe you could put, you know, like since 1993 or 94. So that's a possibility to go. Maybe you could wait to see what their 30th anniversary logo looks like and go with that. So there's possibilities abound with that. You know, getting a, tat a tattoo is a pretty big deal. 
And especially if it's your first one and your first Ducks one, then it's something that you, you do have to think about this. And you also got to think about where you want to put it. Do you want to put it on your arms? Do you want to put it on your leg? Do you want to make it visible for fans or not? Like, do you want to have it on, on your forearm, for example? Like, do you want to put it there? Like, and how big do you want it? Do you want a small one or a big one? All things you got to think about as to where you would want to put that. And if you want to make it more personal and make it for you, then maybe go with something personal like a specific date or a player. If you want it, but you want people to see, like you kind of want to show off a little bit, then maybe get something that will be a bit of an eye opener. Or, hey, you know what? If you like mascots, go with Wild Wing. Hey, you could not go wrong with Wild Wing, one of the most iconic mascots in all of hockey. So I'll even ask my colleagues this. You know, if you were to get a Ducks tattoo, which one would you get? Would you get a player tattoo? or? And I will actually shout this person out as well. So the host of Locked on Hurricanes, his name is Jared Ellis. And uh, his special lady, Cheyenne. Um, I, I, guess I, could sh- I guess I'm going to shout her out right now. So if, Jared, you happen to be watching or listening, I'll shout out Cheyenne on this one. Who has a really cool tattoo, by the way. And it's an Andrei Shvechnikov tattoo. Yeah. She's the girl with the Shvek tattoo. And what I mean by that is she has his autograph on there. Like the tattoo is literally just his autograph. That one's really cool. So that's a possible idea as well. Or maybe you're looking to the future and you're saying, well, what about a tattoo that shows the future of the Ducks? Would you want to get one with Trevor Zegras? Would you want to get one with Mason McTavish, whose pyre, whose tires I just pumped over and over and over again? If you want to be ahead of the game, like if you really want to be ahead of the curve and say, I liked this player when, then how badass would it be to get a Mason McTavish tattoo? In fact, how are there any Ducks fans out there yet that have a Mason McTavish tattoo? Mm, that that's a curious question now. So Ducks fans, if you're watching this, if if you're listening. I'll put a tweet up later tonight and I'll put another one up tomorrow. Does anyone that you know or does anyone yet have a Mason McTavish tattoo? Because I think that'd be really awesome. And if I happen to run into you at the pond, I want to see that tattoo because I think that'd be really cool to see a Mason McTavish tattoo. That'd be badass. Or another possibility, maybe go with, maybe just a cool like overall like, like not a mosaic but just kind of like a picture or like an artistic rendering of like the great ducks players of the past like who were some of your favorite ducks players growing up maybe you liked jean sebastian jiguer maybe you were a big jiggy fan maybe you were one of the biggest Tamu solani fans out there and there's a lot of you out there maybe you're a paul korea fan and you want a paul korea tattoo and there are people out there that have a korea tattoo Maybe you liked Ryan Gessoff. Maybe you're one of those people that likes the warm. Hmm. How many Corey Perry fans are are there out there? I wonder how many fans there are out there that have a Corey Perry tattoo. I'll go one even further. What if you're a Jamie Drysdale fan? What if there's a certain person, a, a certain lady on Duck's Twitter 
that loves Jamie Drysdale. How cool would it be to have a Jamie Drysdale tattoo? Maybe just the the Jamie Drysdale like autograph tattoo. Maybe that'd be your first one. That'd be a really cool one too. How how cool would that be? So those are all all great possible ideas for a ducks tattoo. So for those of you that want to send in your suggestions, you could send them in. I'll post a tweet about it. Or if you want to comment on the video, you can do so. Like, what would be a good or great first Ducks tattoo idea? Let me know down in the comments and let me know on the Twitter comments. I'd love to hear from you guys. And I know Tom would love to hear from you guys as well. So, you know, this is a big deal for him. So this is more of like, not really like a a listener email, but more a listener message. And he did ask me this favor to all of you listening and watching. You know, what would you go with? All right, I feel like that's kind of a fun way to finish this week's podcast. Next week, we'll be back with a couple of guests. My goal is to do four episodes next week. And my goal is also to try to record as many in the next few days as possible since I'll be gone on vacation for the better part of about half a month. So I'm going to try to hammer out as many episodes as possible before going on this little vacation. And then once September comes, guess what? It's time for Ducks Hockey. Are you excited about it? You should be excited about it. (laughs) All right. Uh, Once again, thanks for listening. Thanks for making this your first listen of the day. Go ahead and make Locked On NHL your second listen of the day. We got Jess Balmasto, Brett Holden, Gil Martin, uh, Mikey DiStefano, a slew of fantastic hosts. Um, I'm on there once in a while, so do check out Locked On NHL. If you want to reach out to me, you could do so at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. I want to hear your ideas on the tattoos, so drop me an email. Or you could drop me a line on Twitter. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks, and my personal Twitter is at StimpyJD. So go ahead and drop me a line. Let me know what would be a good idea for a good first Ducks tattoo. With that being said, I think that's it. Once again... You can hear this podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever podcasts can be heard. It is free and available to download. So do check it out wherever podcasts can be heard. Once again, thank you all so much for your continued support. It is greatly appreciated. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great weekend, everyone. Please continue to be safe out there. Be kind to one another and ducks fly together. Fly together.